It's Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. It's our Friday the 13th podcast. I don't know if that Ooh. makes a difference, right? We're not doing anything superstitious. What's going to go wrong? Nothing. Or right. It depends on who, how you look at it. Um, the harvest moon is going to be gorgeous. And I saw a headline. I didn't read further, but it's going to be 13 years from now before we ever have a harvest moon and a Friday the 13th on the same day mm. ever again. So that's kind of cool. Wait, how many years? 13. Dum, dum, dum. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um. Have you guys noticed, is it true that there are not thirteenth for the 13th floors on buildings? I can't remember. The last time I was in an elevator and it skipped in 13, any, I was like, look, there's no 13th yeah. floor. In any place, in any building I've been in like that, correct. No, I don't so, know. If, that's how... I, just say I'll never be in a building. I've never been in a building yet that has a 13th floor. You're right. Um, I don't think about it very often. Well... But I guess you know, techni- I noticed it. Technically speaking... It, they do have a 13th floor. It's just they refuse they, to acknowledge you're it. You're right. Okay. It goes from 12 13, to 14. Yes. That lets you yes. know how ingrained this superstition is in our, our culture. If you are building a building and constructing it and putting elevator buttons in and you are a part of the uh, crew and you are not going to call it the 13th floor. Yes. That is ingrained. That is the superstition that goes beyond just folklore. That's crazy to me. Um, <clears throat> let's move to something else that's going on today. Actress, Fel- I want to talk about this more in depth. We did it in the Hollywood Outsider. Um, actress Felicity Huffman is being sentenced today. She's the first parent to be sentenced in the college admission scandal, which they're calling Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we have to make everything so cutesy. <laughs> yeah, especially. Well, the media names everything. Since it was at USC and there's nothing blue in USC. Uh, okay, so she's the first one to be sentenced and of course her her attorneys are, are going to be asking hey can we do you know uh community service probation, probation. not prison community service and a fine of twenty thousand. the feds are recommending a month in prison then 12 months a full year of supervised you know um probation prob- i guess yeah watching her ankle bracelet or whatever and then twenty thousand dollars so um, we'll see what happens. By the time you're hearing this, this may have already come down. But um, I was saying in The Hollywood Outsider, and I really believe it's true, the saddest part of all of this to me is this letter that she wrote to the judge. And she bared her soul in this letter trying to explain why she did what she did. Um, and, and she explained in the letter that she just wanted to give her daughter every advantage. And the hardest part of it, though, now is that her relationship with her daughter is broken because the daughter was like, why would you do this? Why did you not believe in me? And I'm thinking, wow. ouch, that really hurts. That is, if she, she probably would do the jail time if she could reconcile with her daughter over this. Well, you know it? But do you, do you believe that or do you think she got like a Hollywood scriptwriter? No, write, write? I do believe that. That's, she's an, she's a, in this, she's a mother. Mm. She's not an actress. This is serious. So this I don't remember. Not, her daughter was not aware that all this was going on? Right. Her daughter was not aware. Um, and she just wanted to give her some advantages by paying this money um, paid, uh, for the fi- SAT exam. Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars to have the her daughter's SAT scores or answers, answers corrected, corrected right. so that her score would be boosted. That's all, and that is so interesting to me. Like when this, yeah, we'll probably get a movie. I'm not as interested in a movie as I will be in a documentary when this is all over, because not and not about the who did what and who knew it was wrong. It's about you know, that, that fine line in parenting, you're always near a line in parenting, whether it's like, because it is your job to help your children become 
adults, citizens. It's your job to help them. So when they have a tough project, it is not your job to do the project. That would be crossing the line. It is your job to help maybe talk to them about, okay, put yourself on a schedule and Mm -hmm. um, here's an idea. And then Lee and let them do it. But so many parents don't know where that line is. It's tough, though, because you want to do everything you can for your child. So Sometimes you forget that your role is really to, what you're talking about is our real job as parents is to create it's independent. To yeah, to, to, to teach independence. And so it's that when so, they're of age, yeah. they can go do their own thing. But and, and it's not justifying any of this, because obviously what she did was the wrong thing to do. She has but, once you're sending money. Yeah. That's wrong. You know that that's wrong. Right. So my yeah. question then becomes, you know, is that really, you know, what it was or was it some other motiva- motivation? Is it, you know, was like it, a, I, I, there's an opportunity and because I've got the money, I can do it or. Right. And I want it, my daughter you know, I, in this school sort of right, thing. Right. Was it, it about her ugh. or was it about the daughter? I just, and, and again, I don't know her. So that's, the, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's interesting because the. <laughs> And we're a parent. We're parents, Murphy, to teenage girls now. And you realize that along this whole hate to overuse the word journey of being a parent, when they come into this world, they can't do anything for themselves. Babies can't even hold their heads up when they come into this world. So you're when you are slammed into parenting, and I was. I had never even babysat, and then we had Taylor, and I I instantly became a mother. It became very nat. It was natural to me right off the bat, and so that was great. It's like thank you, God. Oh, I can do this. And so, but you do everything for them and you think, okay, this is what parenting is. Uh, My life is completely being swallowed up because I'm taking care of a human being. But as they grow and it gets older, you have to change that or you're not going to have a human being who's fit for society. You cannot do everything for them. They're going to be dependent on everybody for everything. And it's so weird when you watch it, when you see people, look, we're all doing wrong. I'm sure I have done things with my kids that people have watched and thought, mm, that's a mistake, you know? But, it, but when you see something happening and you, you, you don't say anything, you but, don't say, hey, maybe you shouldn't be fixing her plate for her at 12 years old. Yeah, you know, like let right. let her order for herself at a restaurant. You want to say those things, but, but it's the most can't. delicate territory. No, you, you don't do right. it. Okay, well, I'll I'll step in there and say that I still fix my kids' plates. But really, Sam? But to me, that's you caring for them. Yeah, it's not. Oh, you can't do it because there are times when I'm doing something else at the same time. It's like, look, food's ready. Your plate's there. Fix your oh, plate. Yeah, that's different. But I think. then there's other times where it's like, hey, this is what I made. You know, and I fix everybody's plate, and you know, here you go. Kind of that's part plate. of you as a host. And I guess yeah. that's just the way I feel. I sure. Mean, but to me, this is like totally gone over the top. I mean, it's different than helping your kid with a, a school history project. It is. Oh, it is. You paid 15000 bucks to get <laughs> get your kid grade SAT scores. Yeah. yeah, it's obviously way stepping over a line yeah. and thinking that no one would ever know. That's the deal. That's why all these parents are going down. It's not just the actors and actresses that you've heard about. This is a big, big scandal. This mm. um, The consultant, Rick Singer, he's the one. He, pay, he was the one they paid all the money to, and he's the one that's folded and said, okay, here's what happens. I'll give up everybody. Yeah. He's the biggest rat in history. <laughs> you think? <laughs> well, one of them. <laughs> anyway, it just, it's, I, I don't know. Sometimes a story means so much more to me. I read more into it, and that's what I read into it. She crossed a line, and all parents end up crossing it. But if you constantly cross lines with what you do for them versus what you let them do for themselves— you're not creating a human being that's going to 
be able to stand on their own two feet. And uh, maybe this kid would have, if this had never come out and this rat would have never said, okay, all these people are paying me money and you got me. Um, This child may have gone to this university and graduated and believed in herself and thought it was great. And, um, you know, who knows whether any harm would have come from it. Yeah. You know, or it could have been the other way around. You know, she may have never gotten in. She would have never been able to achieve, you know, on her own. And that's okay, though. Mm. She would have achieved something on her own. But but my point point is that's that's another reason it's just not a good idea, because it's it's not representative of what she can do. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if if you go in with a score of whatever, 100 and the best you can do is an is an 80 because you really don't understand it, Mm. then, you know. No professor, no guidance person, no one is going to be able to put you in the correct place for yeah. where you should be. In other words, that team that coaches you through college, that teaches mm-hmm. you and puts you in the correct classes at the correct time, all of that's thrown off by faking Because it. you got mm-hmm. in the wrong way. It's, it's funny to me. I don't know why this is my perception. Maybe the letter worked. The letter that Felicity Huffman wrote to the judge worked on me, and I thought, oh, man, she's devastated that she did this to her daughter. And she's willing, but she, cause she did, she was the first one to go, yeah, guilty, I did it. Yeah, okay? she's taking a whole different route than Lori, Lori Laughlin. I mean, Lori Laughlin denying the whole time. And, and, and Lori Laughlin, they it. say, doesn't believe she did anything wrong, but she lives in that world of, and to me, my perception, I don't know Lori Laughlin. I don't believe she's Aunt Becky, not for one second. I'll tell you that. See, I always but did. But no <laughs> way. <laughs> no me. way. I, it seems almost that her, motivation was more about status my daughters have to be at usc Mm -hmm. so let's crew team them in that's what it seems like on the outside that's based on nothing because i don't know anything about her either um but you know they live in a very different world than most of us can understand to them and and that too they buy everything i mean we're talking about like us doing science projects or parents doing that stuff Mm -hmm. think of all the stuff that they have the ability to do in that life yeah, in in the Hollywood lifestyle, Who everything's knows? a phone call away. Yeah, phone yes. call and a little money. Take you care walk of in and you get the table you want at a restaurant just because of who you are. So that becomes part of their psyche. That's why they'll make an example of these these sentencings and these indictments or whatever is going to come down. They will be made an example of to prove that you cannot buy your way into things. You know, they really will. Anyway, I just want to say that I thought. I think she's probably in a self-imposed hell right now with her daughter, Felicity yeah. Huffman. Yeah. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.